Hello, and welcome to Filled with His Love. I saw an article the other day that caught my eye. It was, here's the title of the article. It kind of says the whole thing. Nearly 30 years ago, Steve Jobs said, there's one simple habit that separates the doers from the dreamers. So, that's a catchy title, right? I mean, you want to know what Jobs said that separates the doers from the dreamers. Well, here's what he said in the article. This was published August 18th, 2023. In Inc. Magazine, by the way. Most people, this is a quote from Steve Jobs, most people never pick up the phone and call. Most people never ask. And that's what separates the people who do things from the people who just dream about them. Jobs explained in the interview that at the age of 12, he mustered up the courage to call up none other than Bill Hewlett, the co-founder of Hewlett-Packard. The ask? Quote, I want to build a frequency counter, and I was wondering if you have any spare parts I could have, said Jobs. Amused at the boldness of the boy on the other end of the line, Hewlett laughed and gave Jobs the spare parts. Oh, and Jobs said, and also, if possible, a summer job at HP. He got the summer job, and Jobs said, I was in heaven. End quote. This account reminded me of a conversation I had with the General Authority 70 when we were on a long plane ride. I will call him Andy for this story. I asked him about his career, and he began telling me how he got his first real job. When he was 17 years old, he wanted to be a waiter in a swank restaurant. So he went to the restaurant, walked up to the owner, much like Steve Jobs did on the phone with Bill Hewlett, and said, uh, what do I need to do to be a waiter in this restaurant? The owner was a little taken aback by the young man's boldness, but he responded, well, I'm sorry, Andy, we don't have any openings right now for waiters. That's okay. What openings do you have? Andy said, well, we have no openings right now at all. Okay, Andy said, so how about if I work for you for nothing? No pay, just so I can work in this restaurant. Now the owner was really surprised. Well, we do need potatoes peeled every morning as we begin the day. Sure, Andy said. I'll be here tomorrow morning to peel potatoes, and you don't need to pay me. The next day, Andy got up very early, went to the restaurant, and began peeling potatoes at the crack of dawn. Now, I'm, I'm really not sure how he got into the restaurant, but he got there before anyone else came to work, and he didn't just peel a few potatoes. He peeled box after box and piled them up as he had been instructed. When the owner finally came, he entered the room where Andy was madly peeling away and was shocked to see how many potatoes Andy had peeled. How did you peel that many potatoes? When did you get here this morning? Andy told him that he could peel this many every day if the owner wanted him to. But the owner looked at him with a smile and said, uh, I think we can put you to work in the kitchen, and we'll pay you for that job. 
That's great, Andy said. I'll be happy to do that. But just so you know, as soon as a waiter position opens, I hope you'll consider me for it. With an even broader smile, the owner nodded his head in agreement. Andy worked in the kitchen for a few weeks, and then, just as he had hoped, the owner announced that a waiter position had opened and he wanted Andy to fill it. I think Steve Jobs would have liked how Andy made the ask. Andy didn't just make the ask once. He kept making it until he got what he was hoping to get, that waiter position. When my friend told me this story, I said, I wish every young person could hear you tell that story. Everyone needs to hear it. How many times do we shy away from asking what we really want because we're afraid we won't get it? Andy didn't take no for an answer. His boldness reminded me of another experience I had with another General Authority 70 in Argentina. He and I were checking into a hotel, and he asked the desk clerk if he had ever heard of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The desk clerk was quick to reply, Oh, I'm, I'm an atheist. My friend then asked, Oh, I understand, but I'd still like to know if you've ever heard of our church. A bit surprised, the clerk said, Well, I don't think so, but it's not something I'm really interested in since I don't believe in God. The conversation continued. The clerk didn't dig in his heels. He actually softened as my friend kept talking to him. And at the end of the conversation, the clerk genuinely wanted to know more about our church. This general authority knew how to make the ask at least as well as Steve Jobs, and maybe even as well as my friend, Andy. The scriptures say, ask and you shall receive. But doctrinally, we know that if we want to receive, if we expect to get what we want, then we must want what God wants for us. It's all about the quality of the question, right? Are we asking for something that will actually do us good or someone else good? Or are we asking something that might do us harm or someone else harm? If we do, then we won't receive. Even the prophet Joseph had difficulty at times making sure he was asking what God wanted him to ask. He kept pressuring God to allow him to share a part of the manuscript of the Book of Mormon with Martin Harris, and the Lord discouraged him from doing it. But he kept pressing, and the Lord finally said yes. But it didn't turn out well. And Joseph learned that the loss of the manuscript was due to the question he had asked, that it wasn't what he should have been asking. When he learned that Martin had lost the manuscript, Joseph lamented, Oh, my God, my God, all is lost. What shall I do? I have sinned. It is I who tempted the wrath of God by asking him for that which I had no right to ask. Joseph's experience is instructive for all of us. Before we, quote, make the ask, we better determine whether or not it is something the Lord would have us ask. Getting the question right is half the battle of life. Answers will come, but only if we ask inspired questions— Inspired questions lead to inspiration from heaven, but we need to rely on inspiration to give us the question in the first place. And as always, it comes back to motives. If our motives are pure, inspiration will come, and we will ask what we should be asking. After Martin lost the manuscript, the prophet Joseph realized that he had been swayed by motives 
that should not have held sway on him. He yielded to the approval of the world for a brief time, and so his desire to please Martin overtook him, and he asked the wrong question. My own hope for my own life is that I can stay close enough to the Lord that I can ask what he would have me ask. And at times, that's not easy, as Joseph's experience shows. But that does not mean that I should shy away from asking the question. I should be more like that General Authority 70 who asked that atheist desk clerk if he wanted to know more about the church. That was an inspired question, and it led to that young man learning more about our church. And even in the way that he asked the question to that desk clerk is important, because he was not pushy. He was not pressing this young man. He was actually understanding the young man and trying to help him at where at the point that he was at at that moment he wasn't a, the general authority 70 was not offended by the fact that this young man said he was an atheist it wasn't offended at all he just said that's i understand what that means and i'd still like to know if you would like to learn more about our church such an interesting approach he could not have offended anybody the way he asked it And so I think the young man developed a desire to know more. So we need to look at ourselves, look at the questions we ask, look at our motives, and make sure that we're asking inspired questions, the questions that we should be asking about our life and about the lives of those that we love. So if I were talking to Steve Jobs today, I'd probably say, yes, making the ask is all important, but only if we ask an inspired question. I hope this is helpful, and we will see you next time.